0: Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. A secret, I think you want to know. A dirty little secret, about a secret little show. Started uh, Ted Lasso. So, oh, yeah. Oh, you guys oh. Know, yeah. About me, time. me and the wife started Ted Lasso. Yeah, how you, many episodes you, in are you? Uh, we're on the second season. Oh, oh you love you it? You three made, you've three waited four, through I,
1: the first season yeah, already. We,
0: we, we've, we've been jamming through them. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually really, we're we're loving it so far. The first far, season, yeah. the episodes are a little shorter, I think. They are. are yeah. They're getting yeah. a little you can longer. Kind yeah. Of plow through I did feel
1: like that last season, they were long. Oh, yeah. Really long. There was a lot
2: for them to. That's the thing. It was weird when they went down. Like I, I thought the Jax thing was weird because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is the new direction the show will go. Okay. And then it just didn't. Right. Uh,
1: what? Yeah. Okay, well, they had to do something. But I do. like. I like that they sort of explore. I just, I like all the characters. I love, you know
2: who I really liked? Uh, is it Rebecca?
1: Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I love her mm-hmm. so much. The owner? I just love yeah, the looking at yeah, yeah. her. Yeah. her. She's great.
2: So I saw a couple things. One of them was, she was talking about how when she got cast, oh, they said to her, they they were, because she's tall, she's mm-hmm. almost six foot, mm-hmm. and she's much taller than Sedacus.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, how old? How tall is he? He's not a short guy. No,
2: but he's not tall, right? You know, so she was like, "I'm not going to get this part," and
1: he was like,
0: "Yeah, we want her." Oh, he's six one. It's taller than I thought.
1: Oh, oh well, really? Listen uh-huh. though, put her in heels and she's yeah. That's top. She's six Whatever, four. Yeah. she was right. saying,
2: she thought she wasn't going to get the part, and he had no problem with her height and wanted her to use all of that. And it was interesting. She is
1: like she's a great yeah. Like booming woman, she's like, a woman of power. She's a woman.
2: I love the parts where like she looks in the mirror and she's a little girl, <laughs> and she <just> goes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love the way she's like. I loved when they're at the table, and she goes, "What are you doing? Stop it! Stop it right now!
1: You bunch of little boys!"
2: And all those grown old men have turn into mm-hmm. little boys, and they're all sitting there, and she just lets them have it.
1: You gotta take that, something that people love. Don't 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 though. don't yeah. don't spoil it for anyone because I that is such oh, a powerful scene. Uh, we're not recording this, I guess. Oh no! Uh, yeah yeah we're, yeah. We're oh recording. no 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 no! Yeah, I don't mean rolling. that. No no you didn't.
2: Oh, you spoiler didn't. alert. There was no spoiler. No spoiler. Yeah, no there spoiler. Was... Zero. You I didn't to... put a spoiler alert
1: at the front of this. Okay,
2: but I have no idea even what you're talking about. So yeah. no... I didn't even think we great. were great. on. No, seen
1: you were being vague enough. enough. Yes, it was vague absolutely. enough. Yeah. No, there's some... That th- that final season, they did a brilliant job Just You know that. what? Can you bleep the whole part? No, just I like don't. it. It's great. Let me tell
0: you my favorite part. It's when Roy Kent makes all these jokes, and he's like,
1: who the fuck have I become? I hate this. He keeps on going. I like... I like when every time the guy from The Independent stands up, he goes, Better Trent. <laughs> Replacement Trent, funnier than Trent. New guy, right. better than Trent. And I, there's
0: three or four seasons. Three. 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 Okay. Three. 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 I
1: love Trent in the last season. Mm-hmm. Trent is perfect. Yeah.
2: Well, Trent's a guy, too, as an actor. I think think he was very fringe and they turned him into a real role. Oh yeah. Like he has a real part because in this thing. Because
1: whoever right, the guy they cast was was really really great. Like because he his arc is super interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like f this guy. Yeah. It's a secret show, right? Fuck this guy.
0: Kind of a villain.
1: Yeah. Yes. Mhm. And then for him to be doing what he's doing in the third season. Oh, so All good. Right. God, Ted Lasso's great. Okay, we got to move on. Read the thing. <laughs> All right. Sar- I didn't know Sar- we Sarah were Vinny on. i so show well, for, we never do, no. uh, Tuesday, June 27th. I don't know. We just get rolling and then that's it. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I started with this. Uh, you can send an email along. Bryn at RadioAlice.com. That's B-R-Y-N at RadioAlice.com. Anything. Whatever. If you have a little story you want to tell us. A little experience you had, a terrible problem, something that you're up against. This, I'm going to tell you this right now. This is a real problem. So there are people who will be able to relate to this. And there are, even if it's not a family member, you know, it's, it'll, it'll strike a chord because. Some, you're saying it's a downer though. It's, it's, it's terrible terrible situation so we i read you a little bit yesterday this person has clearly got a good attitude and has their shit together and and really likes us so of course they're amazing okay um Mm -hmm. so i'll just quickly (laughs) read through that but i do want to say you know send it along whatever you've got some days we'll go for the dark thing you know and try and find a way around it uh and i'll be interested to hear what everybody has to say about this one so here we go. Dear Sarah, Vinny, Bryn, and Alex. I've been an avid SNV listener for years. I love Bryn and Alex. I feel incredibly connected to both Sarah and Vinny. If I could blend them together, that would be me. Like Vinny, I grew up in Irvine, in San Diego, and like Sarah, I'm in my 50s, happily married, two boys, one an engineer, one a musician. Remember this from yesterday? Mm-hmm. Most comforting thing for me is how Sarah makes me feel better about married sex. I like this part. Sarah, thanks for normalizing, ooh, which is most likely happening to women in their 50s all over the world. Mm-hmm okay here's the problem I have a brother who is eight years older than I am who has been suffering from bipolar one disorder well they say bipolar and then there's an eye disorder anyway he's bipolar since he was 13 years old Uh, he is a brilliant person graduated from UC Berkeley and got an MBA at Harvard so this guy got his shit together he's got bipolar disorder but he's brilliant His illness was somewhat under control through his 20s and 30s, although he did have episodes of hospitalizations here and there due to his unwillingness to stay on his medication. We were wrecked as a family when he would wander off on manic adventures and then show up again and claim he no longer was bipolar. My mother, father, brother, and I spent endless hours and tons of money bailing him out of trouble and housing him when he needed a place to stay. Ten years ago, when he was in his early 50s, His life really spiraled out of control. Our dad was hospitalized with dementia, and he couldn't handle it. He disappeared, and while living on the streets, he committed several crimes, such as breaking and entering, theft and assault, which resulted in his incarceration in California and Arizona. This happens to so many with mental illness, so heartbreaking. So this happened in, what would you say, like 10 years ago? That her dad Ten, died? No. Yes. Ten years ago when he was in his early 50s, that's when his life spiraled out of control. Okay. My family has not seen or heard from him since 2014 until three nights ago. Oh, my no. My doorbell rang at 9.15 p.m., and when I looked out, there was my brother on the porch. My husband and I opened the door to see a man who was a shell of who he once was. So this guy's got to be in his 60s now. Uh, My husband and I – oh, here we go. He told us he was recently out of jail and has been living on the streets. He maintained that he was no longer bipolar, said he was not interested in following the rules at the shelters, and did not want to be on medication. He looked 20 years older than his age, spoke very slowly, and had a lot of confusion. His illness, prison, drugs, or who knows what had chipped away at him. I was shaking the entire time we were speaking. It was incredibly sad to witness and very upsetting to say the least. This is where the advice from you comes in. My husband and I told him we were not comfortable having him stay in our home because he's not on medication. My family made a collective decision years ago. We no longer feel we should go to great lengths to help him when he's unwilling to remain under treatment, especially since he has had violent episodes. I gave him cash. Offered him food, water, socks, shoes, and a sleeping bag, but he only accepted the cash. We convinced him to go to a local shelter to get help from trained professionals, and my husband offered to give him a ride. As they drove toward the shelter, my brother changed his mind and said, take me to a park a few few miles away. So that's where he landed. It's been three days, and I haven't seen him again, but I'm feeling so terribly guilty about the entire situation Plus, I'm nervously expecting his return. I feel sick. Do you think I should have offered to let him stay? Am I selfishly turning my back on my big brother because I just can't repeat the same terrible pattern over again? I feel like I'm not courageous or kind-hearted enough, like I'm a horrible sister. Please tell me what you think I should do if he returns. Thank you, Alice Fam. You're the best advice-giving. You are the best at advice-giving. Can't believe we're <laughs> such a good advice-giver. But, of course, you already know that. Be well and have a good summer. Sincerely, S. Mm. I know. So heavy. Um, Well, you've pushed your seat back, so I guess you don't want to go first? No. Um,
0: I'll say what I feel. Um, I I feel that pain. It's very heartbreaking to hear all this. And uh, I get it, though. You can't help people who don't want the help. Mm. And I'm sure this person has gone through this multiple times, trying to help somebody who can't who won't accept the help. like you can't force somebody to do something or to help to change their life for the better. So putting down those ground rules like you need to take medication if you want to stay at my house is acceptable. yes, although it'll break your heart the whole time. I, go ahead, Sarah no, that's yeah i have I have family members that are going through the same thing. And I am very close. I grew up with him and they come by and I'll help w- with what I can, but they're on drugs. And, you know, there's only well, so they're much. they're not event.
1: on prescription drugs. They're,
0: they're, they're actually on drugs. Yeah. They're in the they're, throes of their addiction. Right. Exactly. Self-medicating. They're right. self-medicating. They're is not what I meant. taking yeah. like, you know, things that are going to But it's just another them. problem that, that I want to help them with, but I need them to want it for themselves. Otherwise, I can't. Yeah, right. I'll help you for the time being. You're going to be back to what you are doing before. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, I understand that you probably feel shitty about it. And you're feeling like you might be selfish. And you kind of are. But you have to be for, you your, to be. for your family, for your household, and for yourself. And that's all I have to say.
1: Are you ready?
2: No, I want to hear you.
1: Well, I, I mean, I just I recently lost someone who was this guy and he wasn't uh, but he was an addict I mean your your brother is a diagnosed mental illness uh, and so needs to be on certain medications I don't know that it's exactly the same thing and I don't know what his drug situation is but my good friend that you know John grew up with and has been a friend for you know pushing 40 years was just an alcoholic who cannot be helped has ruined his life and so many and is brilliant guys and a literal rocket scientist like a physics guy and just has been homeless for years. And the thing is, every time I help him, it, I just, it fucking bites me. I pay for pay for hotels or for whatever the thing was. I'm doing it. I'm finally getting my shit together. And finally, I just started saying, just tell me the name of the hotel. And I'll I'll book the hotel room for you. Because this random sending you money thing just isn't going to work anymore. And no, I'm not going to vouch for you in court. I'm not going to do that. You haven't shown me anything that makes you. I, I, then you're going to then now you get off the hook for this other thing and you turn around and hurt somebody else. Like I can't be that person. And he recently passed, and it's a it's. But I feel like he wasn't my brother either, so it's it's different. I I feel this person's pain because if it was my brother, maybe I would have felt obligated to do more. But I feel like I grieved him years ago and that that person that i grieved is gone and that person is you know your brother is like you you say it in this first thing he's a shell of who he was he's yeah it's selfish but you've got a family to take care of and this guy is i don't even i don't even know how to really put it into words it feels so it's like a harsh thing to say but some people are just beyond help. And you're only endangering yourself, your family.
0: And she said it. She's done this.
1: So many times. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, you know.
0: doesn't justify anything to make you feel better.
1: No. Well, it is it is your fucking brother the whole time, you know. All right, Vinny, ready? Well, I see I mean, that you're no, listening no, forward I, now. No,
2: no, no. I just, I look, this. The, 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 You bringing up addiction is a a good point because the streets are filled with both of these people. People with severe addiction problems and also people with severe mental illness. The streets are filled with them. And And I don't mean just San Francisco. I mean... The world. That's how this ends up. And it is heartbreaking. And honestly, I wish I I had good advice for you. The truth is, I've on many occasions thought just right here in San Francisco cuz we work here we're here all the time and you see a guy walking down the street with with one barefoot and one sock on who's that's barely you and know he's you yelling
1: just, at a tree and like you're it's... like
2: what where are these where's that guy's family to come and rescue him but what we're talking about is what she's talking about they've rescued that person a thousand times and they finally went we give up so I don't know that mm. that our society will ever come up with a good answer for this problem. I don't know that we will. No. I don't, you know, you cannot, I think, I don't even want to say it into Just a mic. It. I think we should force people to stay on their medication. That's what I think. I think that a person that is this dangerous, that's capable of, criminal activity mm-hmm. that's I and I don't know if we have a way to do that I don't know that we do but
1: it well, does all of that costs money the medication costs money well, and now so we've got do, to provide it so do it. the jails Housing that it, are filled yes. up mm-hmm. with
2: people who have this problem or the streets that are filled up with people. so mm-hmm. where are we going to spend the money right. I, the problem is in America you have rights and if you say while you're you know okay mm. That I don't want to take that, then people can't can't force you to. Can't hold you
1: down and force you to take it. So it's a a, it's a pickle.
2: I mean, that's a silly word to use, but But honestly, it it
1: feels like an unsolvable problem. We have this conversation at my house all the time, like about you know the whole homeless thing. Like, how do you? Where do you spend money that can effectively? Because I don't just want to house people or just you know put a band aid on stuff. Like, I don't think you can. I. I don't think some of these people can be saved. So what do we do with them?
2: So I honestly, Bryn and Sarah both said it correctly, which is you have to look after yourself and your family, your immediate family, the ones in your house, the kids Mm -hmm. that are, could come into contact with your brother in an episode. You can't have that. No. So you have to do what you've done. You've done the right thing. And it's going to, and unfortunately for you, even us saying you've done the right thing won't take the guilt away. But if he won't take his meds and you can't make him, all you can do is what you did, which is you gave him some cash and you took him to wherever it was Where he wanted. he wanted
1: to be. All right. And you're
2: done. And so now he's in a park somewhere. And that's what the, sh- the streets are filled with people who have this, families who have this same person in their family
1: all the people that are wandering the streets out there have Uh a family somewhere who are like i can't i don't because that it's it's selfish on his part too like you're taking over someone else's life if if caring for you becomes a family member's job very thankless job because you don't want you're not taking the care it's just a You've ruined another life. There's another life you've ruined.
2: Well, if look, if she were single with no kids, there might be a different answer. Maybe. But if you are someone with a husband and kids and a job and a, a lot of responsibilities, you have to take into consideration what bringing him into your home would do to all of that.
1: Well, he would become this thing that you were dealing with at all times and always worried about. And that's, no, that's not a way to live. You've done what you can. Your family has tried. You've done. You, you've, it's, it is a, a tragic fucking story that happens, not just in America, all over the world. And you've done what you can. And you've done what you have to to keep your immediate family safe. In the I meantime. mean,
2: I, I've thought about the problems that we, our cities face, not just San Francisco, but all of them, and certainly in Santa Cruz, too. Mm-hmm. And I've, seen, I've talked to people who say, I just watched a guy shoot up in his eyeball. Jesus. Well, that's because, you know, people out on the... And you, I watched a guy as I... Actually, as I was driving to our secret show, he was covered in a blanket and barefoot and filthy. But the street is where he lives. Yeah. So he's home. That's where he lives. So he was sort of just standing there looking at a car. And I was like, what's he going to do that car? What's happening here? Mm. But he's just a guy who's probably either an addict or has mental illness. Yep. He's got all day to fill.
1: He's going to stare at this car for a while.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't probably nothing was going to happen to the car, but that's what that guy was doing at 11 something. No, 10:45 right
1: in the morning on a
2: Saturday morning. It's awful, but I, I short of making people take their meds and I like the other thing I've thought about is you catch a person who's an addict using I, I feel like rather than constantly not knowing what to do off to rehab for 30 days. You're jailed basically. But if we keep finding you on the streets using, mm. then you have to keep getting sent to rehab till it takes. And I know that sounds like, Whoa, who's going to pay for all that, but who's paying for all the other stuff that's going on out there in the streets, including the car break-ins. And the, I mean, this guy committed crimes because not only does he have mental illness, but he needs some money.
1: Yeah. He needs to get more drugs. Or whatever. Right. So
2: I don't know what the answer is. No, luckily, no one's going to you know re- vote me into charge of anything. But I do feel like at some point, either we're going to be held hostage or we're going to start holding them hostage and saying, I'm sorry, you keep coming up in the street with a needle in your arm. You're going to rehab right. again. And you're going to stay there against your will for 30 days. And hopefully at some point, these repeated... Merry-go-rounds through rehab will get you. It'll sink in, and you'll Maybe. realize this is your chance. You're away from it. You can't do it. Here's think, your shot.
1: Yeah, a lot of people just have given up on themselves. They just mark agree. time until they get let out, and then they just I go agree. right back to it. I agree. There's plenty of people who the Don't the expect problem.
2: anything of themselves. Right. Therefore, they don't why even do-
1: want to. They're just like, no, I just this is no, this is it. Till I go, till I kick it.
2: So, so heartbreaking. I'm know.
1: sorry for what you're going through. I, I really I am. am but you should you should know that you, you've you done what you can for him. And yeah, we can't alleviate your guilt, as you said, Ben, but it's...
2: But it's not It's the, solvable.
1: It's not well.
2: It's not. Right. He, you know, as Unless long you as want he to put can him say, somewhere. I don't want to take my meds and I don't have that problem, then there's the problem. There it is. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, uh, send, uh, you. Can, I mean, look, I'm sure people will have responses for this. I you hope can they do. You at send them, Bryn, at RadioAlice.com, and uh, we'll, I'll do something, oh, tomorrow uh, V. Hill's on the show, that's so that'll right. be super fun and light. I like it very much.
2: I'll tell you what, if someone's got the solution to this, let's elect them.
1: Yeah, right. The problem, I actually think that the person who's going to have the solution is going to be, it's going to be a really, really harsh solution. Well, that's
2: just like what I just said. Like, honestly, round them up. Get them on their meds. Just keep doing it until they until it sticks. Yeah, you can't live in the streets on the sidewalk. You can't. You that's cannot not allowed.
1: Right? We don't allow that. It's funny
2: when I was a little boy. It's not funny. This is none of this is funny. But when I was a little boy, if you sat anywhere for too long, they'd come, You're loitering. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of here. Buzz Move off. it along. Right. Now that that's loitering. I no. live here. <laughs> yeah, this is my house. You can't. Yeah. Tell you me what move to do. it along, right? This, but this is the
1: entrance to my business. <laughs> oh well, right. so cozy. All right, have a great day, you guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow.